0: Yeah. guys this is Riverman from behind the mask um this episode well it's not really an episode we just kind of want to talk about the um, academy award nominated film tree of life um which has been pretty controversial we're we're just gonna have a little talk with our friend john here from england Uh, the next next show we have coming at you uh, is going to be more horror oriented so um stay tuned for that and um let's get into this conversation Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Mask. This is I'm, Goose. And the Riverman.
1: And we're here with uh, a follower behind the mask and a good friend of mine, all the way from across the pond in London, England. Um, we have John yep. Milan. Now, John, explain to the folks. You're not exactly a Brit, are you? You're like half Dane and half uh, French, right?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty messed up
1: actually that way. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a great accent. It's very subtle. It's more of a. I love that Dane accent.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, maybe there's a hint of Danish in there, but, um, you know, there's some internet, you could say very international accent. It's very muddled. Uh,
1: it's like a big, cog,
2: you know, bunch of a, stuff, big, a, a big potpourri of all kinds of stuff, you know, a little American and Canadian, maybe mixed in there with some European, I don't know. Do, do, but, you, you, know.
1: do you know Lars? Uh, do I know Lars? I love Lars, man. Do you know I'd Lars? Love to meet Gore? him. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You're, you're about twice his height. You're like two Larses to stacked together. You're a giant, my friend.
2: Yeah, I was watching, a, actually, a funny meet-and-greet, and, greet and uh, some, someone took a photo. They asked Lars to jump on his back, piggyback. That's pretty cool. Big, tall guy in Aww. Finland, of all places. <laughs>
1: oh, those crazy Vikings. Um, well, rock on. We're here to talk about the very controversial uh, movie, Tree of Life, by Terrence Malick. Uh, he's sort of a love-it-or-hate-it type of director. Um, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not usually a fan of his directing, so, uh, it was definitely interesting for me to go into it, because I've obviously got, I don't know if you want to call it a biased opinion, or what, but definitely preconceived notions about the director himself, but John, Mm. I want you to start off by telling us your opinions of this flick, and what it means to you, and all of that, and then we'll comment and go from there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh... Yeah, I, I I wouldn't say I'm a, a big, uh, you know, I'm not a big follower of his films. It's sort of a recent thing. In fact, just watching The Tree of Life, sort of, uh, it was the first film of his that I'd seen uh, in a long time. I'd only seen Thin Red Line, uh, uh, you know, ages ago. I'd seen The New World, and I didn't really know too much about the director. I'd sort of just seen half of these films. But when I saw this film, um, I was uh, sort of introduced to him by my sister, who was sort of a, a Malikian, if you like, you know. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would say I'm a I'm a big fan now after having seen the film for sure. Huge fan. I, I just yeah, I like I like uh, I liked his uh, the style, and the art, artistry of it, and the the filming, the cinematography was just
1: amazing.
0: Really
2: amazing.
1: I have to say now, the cinematography is amazing. Yeah, it it's looks beautiful. And, and honestly, we watched it on Blu-ray, and it is by far the best looking Blu-ray I think we've watched yeah. so far. Just yeah, as, just as you know, a, a Blu-ray disc, it's, it looks phenomenal. Um I do want to say a uh, something that we talked about last night is this movie's fan base is pretty divided. Like I said, Terrence Malik always loved it or hate it type of thing. Oh yeah. Um and if you just, anybody can go online and hit the forums and it's just it's there's like no in between. There's nobody that oh, makes it okay. Yeah. It's I hate it or I love it. Um yeah. and that and that might yeah. be the case with um, us here today. Now we kinda had a discussion and we thought maybe it's a cultural thing because it seems like a lot of Americans hate this film yeah. and a lot of Europeans love it. Wow, so, okay. I wasn't aware of so much of that. that. That's an interesting one. It really yeah. is. So what do you think about that? Is it a cultural thing? Um, you know, I, are we just more prone to, we need our Michael yeah. Bay fix. We need you know, violence our violence. Yeah. You know, and you guys are maybe, you guys come from a, a little, little more... Bit more seasoned, maybe? Well, you guys are very cultured and just your entire... Um, your, your, your entire history is based around theatrics and culture and art, you know, more so than us, where we just like want to blow shit up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, firstly, I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of that.
2: So that that's news for me. I, I, I assumed it was very it's uh, much the same over there, the same polarized opinions, of course. Of but, course, uh, of course, there's people that dig it over here. It's yeah. just kind of a general thing I'm mm-hmm. going at here. Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, there's something to be said for what you said about, you know, maybe the difference between the cultural appetites of Europeans. Maybe they they tend towards the artsy type film. You know, when you look at French films, I mean, I'm half French myself. French films, Italian films, especially French films, they're more in (laughs) the... Sorry, I
1: interrupted
2: you. You had to throw that in. Fair enough, fair enough. But... uh, I think that, especially the French maybe, as just as an example, they, t- they do tend more than maybe Americans towards the artistry and the, you know, the eccentricity of films, which is maybe why I like
1: this film, perhaps. Um, now, I am dying to know some of your interpretations. I mean, some of the interpretations are obvious, I think, enough, and some of them are very mm-hmm. obvious just because, uh, like I said, it's very much talked about online. It's hard to not kind of, you know, people, it's out there. The gist of this movie and what it's meant to be is kind of out there, and um, I don't know. I maybe I just didn't quite get it. Now we we are in a very interesting place here because you obviously love the film, mm-hmm. um, Riverman yes. here. I, he saw it a long time ago, and he says he is uh-huh. very opposite of that. I'm interested to to hear his take, and then I'll, well, and I'm new to it. I just watched it last night. I got to tell you, man. Okay, um, okay, last night. Wow. Oh, wait, yeah, I wanted to watch it as fresh as I could. That's right before, yep. um, and it always helps to sleep on it. Like I love the way I feel. Like I honestly feel a little different about uh, the movie we saw last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Extremely loud, lu- incredibly. <laughs> Can spit it out, dude? Extremely loud and incredibly close. I feel a little different about that one even <laughs> sleeping on yeah. it. At night. But anyway, yeah. it, I'll get into it and I'll break it down. But yes, uh, you know, you know those movies that are really really good, but their only fault maybe is that they run on maybe fifteen minutes too long.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think a...
1: the, well, I think the Tree of Life is two hours and fifteen minutes too long. <laughs> it's it's just to me, it's basically an overdrawn student film that might have been decent when summed up in fifteen minutes. You know, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, people were commenting on the whole uh, origin of the universe creation sequence. They're saying it's the best thing in cinema in thirty years. It's so
0: amazing. You know, and I yeah. felt like
1: I felt like I was watching Nova or
0: something. Oh, it's and- a plan- yeah, it's a planet Earth. Uh- Giant planet. Earth well, on me. and it looked really yeah. cool. Yeah, and it looks really
1: cool. And I can imagine if you if you threw me in an IMAX and you had a laser show and Pink Floyd music and accompaniment, that might have been entertaining for about ten minutes.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, I agree.
1: You know, well, it's just I don't know. And I I get what they were trying to do, but I just at the end of the at the end of the day, I didn't know what was going on. I with some of the characters, like I don't know, in their their exact purposes in the film. Well, I yeah. mean,
0: especially with uh, Sean Penn's character, I mean. I mean, I get it. He liked to wander around. He liked to get his cardio on. That's kind of what he did. I don't know. I, I saw. I mean, I saw it in the theaters, and uh, my first take when I walked out of the theaters, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And then I slept on it for a day, and then it came back, and I was like, I really did not like that film. Um, I don't know why. I mean, probably mm. just like the imagery I liked so much after after walking out of the theater. But after actually thinking about it, I I was like, nah, I really really didn't enjoy it. Well, I, like yeah,
1: it's, watching it in IMAX would have been awesome because how beautiful it is and yeah. the sound and all that stuff. um but
2: yeah, like I, I did not see it in, in the IMAX. That, I can imagine that would be uh, even a better viewing as far as the cinematography goes. But.
1: For Todd, it sounds like it gave him the Avatar effect. Wow, that was so amazing. Yes. I love it. I love it. It was beautiful. Next day, that was the crappiest piece yeah. of crap I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, no, well, that's what I thought about Avatar, actually.
1: No, no, that's, no that's, exactly, that's exactly That's what that I, I, that's about that's about I said. I call it the
2: Avatar Avatar, I thought, effect. was a really crappy film. I mean... Not the, the filming, but the story was so cliche. It was cheesy. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. It was, Poca- oh, it was painful.
1: It was, po- it was Pocahontas that's been rehashed a million different times. Oh, and a Jesus. Gully. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it
2: was like Pocahontas with uh, some 3D, you know, with some yeah. crazy 3D. Part of which was annoying anyway, the 3D, for and my
1: Vanessa-
0: eyes. No, <laughs> Vanessa- no Vanessa Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sucked. And that's exactly <laughs> why I called
1: it the Avatar Effect. But anyway, so yep. you tell us why you disagree with us, if you do, on certain points, and tell us your take on the whole movie, give us, give us the breakdown because you know what we, we were talking about, we were like, man, sometimes it's, I don't want to have to like try so hard to delve and break open a movie to figure out the meaning. I mean, I think it should, if he had more of a linear way of telling the story and more of a, that's uh, a word I'm hearing a lot when talking about this, the linear, which, you know, which is true. But yeah. I mean, if he had a more conventional way of narrating this piece, it might have been easier. It might have been more natural to get the underlining yeah. of it. But it's like it makes you bust your brain so hard and think too hard. Well, cuz people
0: aren't used to this in mainstream cinema. That's the whole thing. It's yeah. you know more of a indie sure. art- artsy film that uh, you know, you see in your, you know, small little theaters, you're yeah, no, for sure, for yeah. sure.
1: But go ahead, you you tell us. I want you to take it from here and just tell us why we're wrong if we are and what you think.
2: Yeah, well, firstly, interestingly enough, um, I don't know if part of this film, for me, the way that it wasn't just good, but really good for me was maybe the setting right basically i watched it with my family it was it was christmas time so i didn't see this film when it first came out i'd heard about it and i just did not i somehow was not interested in watching it i thought oh there's other things i want to see that were maybe sounding more exciting but i watched this and i had my sister who is as i said a a, a big malikian fan Mm. and she talked me through the film before we saw it she sort of had delved into the psychology of it so there was that before then we sat down and i really believe with this film the the setting or your state of mind when you watch it is important to a film like this so i think the mood was really was just perfect for watching a film like that another day i might have been i might have just been wanting to see uh some you know conan the barbarian the remake and loving it (laughs) (laughs) but not that night
1: (gasps) But, but 364 days out of the year the conan sucks I got you. Yeah, that's a great example. I mean, that happens to us all the time, too, with film. Yeah, that, That's the way I come at everything, John. That's actually a great point. Mm-hmm. Anything I love or have a bad experience with, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. If this was a different day, different things were involved, it could have been the yeah. exact opposite. I agree 100%. And we all associate, we all we all bond with things because of personal memories or they click with certain things. They make us think yeah. of certain things in times in our lives. So that's a good way of thinking about it, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it just the, the 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 setting.
2: Now I would I would still in on any night like this film. So I should say that, oh. uh, you know. But I think I was left with this overwhelming emotional response to it, which was so powerful for me. Somehow it because I did not know what to expect from this film. I had no preconceived notions, which maybe is a good thing. I had nothing. I did not know what the film was about. I did not know mu- anything about this director. I hadn't read any of the reviews about it. I had been alienated from any of the. Uh, razzmatazz surrounding this film so maybe that was important when watching this film maybe that's what kills it but still i would have liked it but the ambience and the setting i had my family there we sat around it was so chilled uh we'd seen watchmen just before we actually were watching a second film and watchmen is really interesting really subtle maybe not everyone's film but it was it's a really interesting film actually
0: but, the, but then Snyder film yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to see yeah. the Watchmen still. It's on a separate. See, note. I'm, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan, but uh, I can I respect the Watchmen. You know, you said a You said a, a term uh, a moment ago that I
1: want to kind of focus on. You said the ambience. and mm-hmm. let me tell you, folks, ambience is definitely a key word. I suggest having surround sound watching this oh, film yeah. if you want to hear anything. Mother, father, John, John. This movie sucked. John, John. Mother. I'm just joking. Father, mother, father. But it was just crazy. It was like, what is going on? I was like, my mind was blown. I'm like, do I need to be on some sort of, like, LSD or something? Yeah. <laughs> or some you know what? Probably there
2: were some people that were, like, on – were hot, you know, smoking pot
1: and stuff. That probably, you know, that would, would help, out the, high, high <laughs> ten, help well, that, out the experience a lot. Yeah. That's why I immediately thought of a laser show and Pink Floyd in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, this would be pretty killer if you – you know, I had to write a compliment, man. It's like Dude. Something about it. I mean, I
2: think when watching this film, as much as, uh, you know, maybe the religious un- undertones, the uh, the spiritualness of it, you know, you can respect that, or, you know, maybe that is a bit cheesy and stuff. But I think my main take on this film, which I loved and I respected so much, was the, the quality and the, the originality of it. But the, the filming is what gets me. It's like when I saw Badlands, I was i really was it's a such a powerful film, but because of the quality of the um of the experience that's presented to you maybe that's what's uh that's why I like this film so much because the 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 changes of 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 the scenes and the way he films it it was just such beautiful artistry and I will always like films like that you know I watched hero I really like crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah not not everyone likes those films, but I love those films just because maybe I'm a sucker for the uh Arti- the artsy experience, which you know not everybody is, but I really thought the scenes with Brad Pitt and and the family, I I, I don't understand how people wouldn't like that. I thought they were brilliant. Well, Forgetting about the uh, the whisperings, you know, the whisperings and the dinosaur yeah. and all that cheesy <laughs> shit, and yeah. and yeah, even the I like I like lo- I love the big scenes of the universe and all that. But you know, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit pretentious, a bit ridiculous. But if we take it down to the family. I don't see how anyone could um, not think that was so brilliant. Brad Pitt, I thought, was fantastic, and the 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 psychology of their family with the the kids and the boys. I don't know. It was. I thought it was mind blowing. I no, thought it was amazing. I'm not going. Yeah. What do you got, What do you guys think about that? That's something good.
0: you could definitely relate to. I think with all you know, Brad Pitt and mm-hmm. family. I mean. Like they have certain scenes where it brings you back to your own childhood, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely, it was like watching movie movies through the eyes of somebody yeah. else.
1: Like you know, home movies. Like I was like a being John Malkovich kind of feeling. But you know, I'm not about yeah. to have the gall here to sit there and say Terrence Malick doesn't have skill behind the camera because oh, his yeah. directing is great, his cinemat the cinematography that goes on in his flicks is incredible. Um, I just think. Is it the editing work, the pacing of it? I don't know what it is, but no, those scenes of Brad Pitt were my favorite, obviously, because it's like, whenever that happened, when I saw yeah. like a dinner table scene, or they're playing out in the yard, or planting trees, I woke up for a second, like, oh, there's actual dialogue. What's going on here? And, no, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. and it caught my eye, and there were some powerful little miniature scenes, like the whole, he flips out when his... Uh, what does he talk back to him, his son, um, and say yeah. no or something? And yeah. He freaks out and he says, You're,
2: "You be quiet." It says, "Be quiet or shut up or something." And it's like it shocks you because his dad is such you know such 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 a control freak. Oh, <laughs> you you will call me father
1: type of thing. Yeah. we can all that that kind of resonated with me, man. You know, um, so mm-hmm. that's one of those personal things. So that was cool, but it's like, do those little great parts serve? To, you know, are they greater than the sum of the whole? Is the part you know what I'm saying that type of deal for me?
2: Yeah. Um. No, no. Obviously, for me, there were there was you know plenty of other things, but um, I, I think it's fascinating with this film. I, I don't know. I can't I can't understand the um, the such strong opinions on both sides. It's it's fascinating that with this film, uh, there's people like if everyone said they hated it. Uh, or they really disliked it. I would be like, okay, hey, fair enough. You know, maybe I was just a little bit high that night." But then there's people <laughs> that, that are explaining it like exactly the way I experienced it. It's just, it's just, uh, uh, it's something um, I don't know. But there's people that watched it and they explained it, and I was like, "Yes, yes, that's how I experienced. That's he exactly." It. <laughs> and then there's guys like yourselves that. Uh, just felt it the opposite way, totally the opposite,
1: and uh, I just think it's fascinating. But I love, um, I love your enthusiasm, John, and actually your your pitch and your backing it up and your just your explanation of things and your excitement over it. Actually, it's like maybe I want to watch this movie again. That's how good you are. I, mean, I, I won't. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it almost makes you want to. It's like wow, I you're fun hey. to talk. What I want to know your thoughts on the whole religious underlining because we've talked about that. A little bit um, outside of this conversation and what's your take on that um, and maybe have you heard any controversy kind of surrounding that and just the Christian underlying themes to it or you know lack of God yeah, um, yeah this this is the more con- the most
2: controversial bits of I, I, s- I felt in a way. That uh, some of the backlash to this film, you know, not not the parts that you guys have been bringing out, but um, what other people like, sort of online and forums, was maybe as much as you know, not everyone is a Christian or, or appreciates that. But um, I definitely have respect for. I'm not or particularly just myself, but I have respect for the ideologies. I mean, you know, we're just talking about people that want to be sure su- mm-hmm. super kind and, and helpful. You know, so I, I feel a bit. I feel a bit shitty going in. And and terrorizing those kind of people, but I didn't even feel it was particularly uh, Christian as such. I felt like uh, you're bringing out like a spiritual, a spirituality. He brought out a certain spirituality in this film, which not a lot of Europeans uh, even necessarily, uh, f- you know, felt that they enjoyed that bit of it. But I, they yeah. enjoyed the, uh, I think the uh, the you know the art, artsy experience of it. But I, the, the Christian thing, some people I think slash this film because they, you know, they just literally hate God or they hate uh, the notion of God or they, you know, I think they just don't have respect for people. That fair enough, as people's beliefs and stuff, you know.
1: I think that um, for anybody to get so uptight and offended at something like maybe a religious undertone to it, you know, I know Terrence yeah. Malick films are like I said they're meant they're meant for you to really just hurt your head thinking of uh, an underlining meaning to everything, but maybe, maybe certain people, well, it seems like that to me, but maybe certain people look at different things a little too hard. Like, I don't think, maybe the religious underlining wasn't meant to be cracked open so much. It's like you got the whole Big Bang thing, creation, dinosaurs. Okay, now, I could be a really uptight conservative Christian. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a Christian and all that stuff, but I could be super uptight, Bible Belt of America. And right, okay, so you are, I, you are a Christian. You're a Christian yes, yourself. Yeah, okay. and I could, be, I could be Bible Belt of America, really uptight, and I could instantly see a dinosaur and go, Oh my God, this is heresy! You know, and all that stuff. But it's like, that doesn't even register. It's like, you know, okay, I'm going to watch the flick. I don't get so offended. To me, this movie is, so, is just as much, like, this is not for the Christians, it's meant to you know piss people off. As uh, the Lion, yeah. Witch, in the Wardrobe is when mm. uh, when when that movie came out, you know um, C.S. Lewis, amazing Christian author. If you, I mean you could be religious or not, the guy had some great ideologies, and he was a really, really, really well-spoken man. Um, anybody, oh yeah, anybody, amazing anybody, fellow, amazing not, fellow. By the not, all a, not else, a big yeah. fan. Not a big fan of his fantasy writing, but his just his books on ideology were incredible. Very smart man. So when that movie came out, just because C.S. Lewis's yeah. name was attached to it. Um, the entire Christian community in America, especially the Bible belt, were like, "Oh yeah, finally a movie for us. I'm like, "Hey, man, this is a movie for everybody, you know? it's, yeah. to me these are like <laughs> no I, you know it's like that's not really fair now, maybe there's that underlining, but you know what anybody that's you know a Christian, not a Christian, a Satanist for all I care, no matter yep. what they do in life, I'm thinking who they are as a person and their personal beliefs are going to be a part of who they are is going to come out in their work in some sort of underlining. Why does it have to be predominantly one thing and for somebody, you know? So of course I'm going to see some kind of, uh, you know, Oh, I can see some Christian themes and some, uh, you know, in that, like, well, the guy was a Christian, you know, he might, I don't know. I'm rambling at this point, but
2: I just think, I think with this film, there's a lot of, as much as people can say whatever they like about it, they had they didn't like it or they thought it was boring, there's a lot of positivity. And that's something that I, I feel, you can't bash that. You can bash many parts about this film, but I think there was a backlash towards uh, that positivity. Which So with those kind of people, I tend to just feel like, well... I disagree with you on that. I think I re- always have respect for something that's being positive, and you know, I, I respect their uh, their opinions on uh, the you know the the, the the narrative or something. But I think there was a backlash about it being Christian, the Christian un, you know undertones or pos- the positive aspect of this film. So that I I disagree strongly with. But um, no, I think I, I didn't, I didn't some people this. are very anti God and anti Christian, and they just hate anything that has any relation to anything spiritual so and you know that's not me i i, I, I think yeah spirituality I'm dis- is important in our society and in, in basic ways and stuff so that aspect of it there's so much controversy with it online but i just think um i don't know i fundamentally disagree with people that hate positivity and hate a small notion of of something uh positive and, and uplifting so that I'll, i i disagree fundamentally with those guys yeah i
1: th- I, th- yeah, I think um i I agree with you. I mean, I know there's certain people that definitely look for that, of course, and there could be directors out there that are aiming to take jabs. I'm just saying that I think some over-the-top extremists in whatever viewpoint they represent tend to look for controversy, you know? Um, But to sum that up, yeah, I agree with you. Have you read Sean Penn's quotes on the flick? I was doing some Uh, research before uh, before this interview, and I guess... He has some criticism about his own movie. Have you have you heard this?
2: No, I'd I'd heard I'd read up a lot of Brad Pitt's in videos, in interviews, and writing, what he said, and Jessica Chastain, who plays the mother, Brad Pitt's wife in the film. Mm-hmm. First of all, but what did Brad I Pitt had, have to say? I had
0: Sean Penn. Sorry? What did Brad Pitt have to say about the film?
2: Oh, uh, uh good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. He uh he had he really liked the film. He liked uh he loved it. In fact, Jessica Chastain was probably the most enthusiastic, but he was sort of, you could say, cautiously very um, very happy with the way the film turned out himself. But Jessica uh, I, Chastain definitely was the one who was the most outspoken about how much he loved it and the experience and and whatnot. I think Brad Pitt was a little bit more
1: politically correct, but yeah. he definitely likes it. He just wants to win his Oscar. No, limit. I don't blame him. But uh, I want to read... Possibly. <laughs> well, he's up for two. Which, yeah. by the way, this movie's up for Best Picture. It's one of those. Oh, surprise, surprise! Yeah, yeah. Know. I it, actually for, hadn't
2: seen the. Uh, sorry, guys i had I hadn't seen the uh, non- nominations for the. Uh, I realized they've come out in the last couple of days. The nominations for the Oscars. I think they came out. So yeah, well,
0: Pitts yeah, up. Yeah, I Money, Moneyball too,
1: isn't he? Yeah, I I liked yeah. Moneyball. You know, the best pictures are never to me the best pictures that of the year. But if oh. I had to pick out of the slew that they've represented here, Moneyball. Was my favorite film because I've seen. Dude, three I loved out- Moneyball. I really it was, liked it. It was really good. I've seen three out of the five best pictures now, and uh, you know they also nominated the Tom Hanks film we saw last night as well, which was really, really good. I wouldn't say it was best picture worthy, but that's the story. That's for another time. I want to yeah. get back into the Sean Penn quote. I'm going to read it for you. Yeah, it, uh, please. It, yeah, I was interested it, in that. It seems like he's pretty much on the same page as everybody else. At least the American audience. Whoever, whoever didn't like it else around the world. He says. I didn't at all find on the screen the emotion of the script, which is the most magnificent one that I've ever read. A clearer and more conventional narrative would have helped the film without, in my opinion, lessening its beauty and its impact. Frankly, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing there and what I was supposed to add in that context. What's more, Terry himself never managed to explain it to me clearly. So he basically – he goes on a little further just explaining that he's really not happy with the edit and he thinks that it just could have been a little bit more
0: linear. It's like funny. He's in a film. He doesn't even know what the hell he's doing there. Yeah. It's like like (laughs) you're walking around a beach. Walking on the beach. You're walking around some skyscrapers.
1: Here's a paycheck, you know. I
2: think part of that might be towards, uh, might be Terrence Malick's maybe elusiveness, you know, he strikes me as that elusive sort of character, he'll only tell you what you need to hear, maybe a Stanley Kubrick type, you know, he won't explain to you everything and stuff like that, but yeah, that's surprising. Well,
1: we we definitely get that opinion out of him, because it seems like he's always hush-hush, people come at him with like, what's your response, you know, to people's reaction to this, and he's always like, no comment, no comment, no comment. Yeah. Um, yes. He's a very private and elusive sort of
2: character, isn't he? Um, which maybe created this whole, uh, you know, illusion
1: about him. He's also but, notorious for, uh, I, you know, like I said, the script might have been wonderful. It probably was, you know, and, and he loved it. Yes. Um, but the finished product is never what it comes, what it what it was when they were making it, because he's notorious for cutting out. People that had lead roles yeah. in their flick, that pre- predominant presences, and then when the final edit comes out, it's all chopped up. These people are seen for, like, two seconds. He's been notorious for this. Uh, I hear he did it. Yeah, Adrian Brody in Thin Red Line, he's, like, he he was left on the cutting room floor, and he was meant to have a main role, you know? It just yeah. totally almost becomes a different piece in the editing. Like, the editing is just this entirely different project of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, might actually, have been the case, that might have been the case with Sean Penn, I'm sorry. He might have had more of an in-depth feeling about his performance. And then when he saw the final product, it's like, okay, what did I add to this? But,
2: yeah, that's but, interesting what you mentioned because actually I had heard that. I, I'm remembering as soon as you read it he that he had said um, – I read somewhere online that he had said that it was the, the script when he read it was the most amazing script he'd ever read. So that says something about – this story of this film, you know, that as much as if some people had criticisms and myself included about his role, you know, which was kind of a bit of a strange cast placement, you know, in this film. But the, 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 I think what he says about the script says something about this film, you know, about how he, he says, I could not, he says, I hope the script comes out and for is released so people can read it. Cause it is so amazing, which is interesting.
1: It'd be very interesting to, Actually, it'd be interesting to see a lot of movies in that light. Like, I want to see yeah. what it started out as, you know? Yeah. Because um, the reality of it all is we got a million people working on one movie, and it's not necessarily just one person's vision. Um, yes. All right, so in closing, um, I, I kind of gave my closing statement. Actually, my closing statement is kind of going to be the same as my opening statement, where I feel it was just, it was very much seemed like a rosebud student film, about 2 hours and 15 minutes too long and if it was 15 minutes i think yeah. they could have summed up this whole flick in a 15 minute short film honestly i think the message honestly um and that's my opinion and i'm just going to say it kind of went over my head and in the little the few um shining beacons of light that we had that had that the movie had going for it just the sum of those aren't you know the, the whole of it isn't Greater than those little pieces, and to me, it's all about serving the, the greater picture of that. So I'm yeah. honestly going to give it a pretty low score just because it missed. It just missed the mark with me, man. Um, yeah, fair you know enough, what? man. I'll, I'll be generous since you know I did enjoy Brad Pitt's performances, even though I still didn't get it plugged into the whole story necessarily. So I'll give it a two out of ten. Two out of ten? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh, okay. I'm giving him some pity points. Okay. Um, or should we go off the yeah. mask scale? Okay, if we're going off the five mask scale, I'll give it. I'll give it one mask. No masks being the <laughs> ultimate insult. I'm sorry. I'm not... I'm just trying to, you know... Hey, you should
2: give it exactly what you uh, honestly feel about the film, you know? But, That's, you know what? Maybe I'll, give it, maybe,
1: I'll, maybe I'll give it a... No, no. I was going to say, because Terrence Malick, I do have a certain respect for him because he does have balls. You know, I'm not dogging him, but I almost said I'll yep. get one and a half. But no, I think that one mask, that... He falls in that. There you go. One mask just because... Of that.
0: <laughs> well, I have to ah. say, I mean, uh, I mean, I I did not like the movie... The the part I did like, though, I I like the creation, like the whole Earth scene and everything. Um, I found that very beautiful. I'm into, like, you know, um, Planet Earth and those types of shows. Um, Okay, yeah. A lot of people hated that, but uh, most um, people really hated that bit. I mean, I think it went on too long, obviously. But, um, I mean, just the way it looks. The the way it looks in Blu-ray looks phenomenal. I mean, that's the thing that boosted it for me. I mean, even... It gives me a little more respect after watching it last night than watching it in the theater. So mm-hmm. uh, um, I would give it probably, I, I'd give it two out of five. Really? Yeah. Wow. Based on, pr- pretty much based on cinematography. Okay. I mean, there's no, of course, there's no dialogue. I like movies with dialogue. Well, there is dialogue. Yeah. I like <sighs> yeah, linear like stories, yeah. but uh, based on cinematography, I mean, it's beautiful to look at. Um, yeah. Um, Malik, I'm not a big Malik fan. But, uh, I mean, I will give it as props. I mean, I'll never watch it again. I have to say me, that. Ne- me neither. I mean, honestly. but no, if you amazing, didn't enjoy
2: it, then, you know, it's a, bit of a, waste, a waste of your life, basically.
0: You know?
1: but, but there's movies that I've really had a great impact on the first viewing that I wouldn't watch again that are like this, too. So I don't know. I guess that just depends on who you are. Yeah. So you two out of five. That's I give it two out of five. Yeah. That's crazy. And I want to say really quick before you get to your rating, I, it, I don't want to sound like to any foreign listeners right now uh, or any friends you might have that would listen to this. Like, we yeah. are uncultured American snobs, because I love indie, I love culture, I love art. You know, to me, you know, we've talked, John, uh, Legends of the Fall, talk about cinematography, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful landscapes, love stories, yeah. I, I love that stuff, and yeah. I love, the I, 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 indie flicks, I to me, a perfect indie flick, which, um, to a lesser extent, you have even more kind of people that are out of the loop that, is, that just didn't get it, and to me, this movie was a lot... More to the point than a movie like yeah. a movie of Life. But I loved uh, Lost in Translation. I love flicks like that. It's like...
2: Okay, it's, that's interesting, yeah. Because that's one I haven't seen yet. And uh, oh as, mo- as much as Melancholia. I don't know if you guys have seen, but that that's maybe yeah. one we should see. It'd be interesting to hear what
1: we we thought about I, that. I could *Melancholia* that entire script for you right now. It is so amazing. And you know what? Oh. It, it, and Tree of Life is just like to the twentieth power on like just you know it's, it divides the crowd. But you know you can find some really really Michael Bay. I just like to see explosions, and they're gonna be like, I didn't get the ending. I don't understand that movie sucked in the ending. Yeah, ugh. but it's it's total art. Uh, Sophia Coppola, amazing. So that yeah. I love I love movies like that. Um, so yeah, I stand by my one out of five mask. Give us your rating, John. Just just hit me straight. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, just before I give
2: you my rating, just my closing comments on the film, I mean, or do we do the rating first or do we just sort of... Either, either, do or,
1: Do whatever you want, man. Actually, you know yeah. this. Close, close us with a comment first. That's cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it, just the last thing I could say about this film, I I just feel the, the feel of the film, the way it's been shot and the, the emotion, because a, a good film for us... For someone who enjoys a film, whatever the emotions that were intended to be conveyed to you by the director, uh, if you feel those and you you appreciate those, you understand those, um, you'll enjoy the film. So I guess that's with different people. Some people, it didn't hit them. Uh, With me, when I watched this film, uh, I felt the emotion so powerfully. I felt the film is beautiful. It's it's shot like a dream. You know, it's like dreamy. It's like it brought back memories of, of my childhood with my dad. Who I could relate to some things with Brad Pitt, it hit so home. It was Absolutely. so emotional because of that, and uh, you know, at the sen- uh, you know, at the risk of sounding over sentimental, somehow this film just really, really moved me. It really did. It shot beautifully, like in a dream, with some so much of a of a dreamy quality. Which didn't bore me because obviously I had this strong emotional response to it. So if I think if you didn't feel that emotional response to it, which is so uh, incredible, um, this movie would be crap. So in that way, that really helps me understand... Um, why people didn't like it, because that's what this movie is based on, as much as the beautiful cinematography. And I think most people agree, it, he is great. I mean, people, when they go to film school, you one of the first things you learn, because I've got a friend who's in film school, he says, oh, yeah, we learn about Terrence Malick. He says as well, I don't like his films, but, well, he likes Badlands. But I, we learn about Terrence Malick. So he's groundbreaking. He's one of the best in the business with the cinematography of films. You know, people didn't like Days of Heaven, but the way it's shot with the, those shots of the wheat fields and it can be so boring, but it's yeah. so beautiful. So people like that bit, but the emotional feel of this movie that is designed, if it doesn't. You don't feel it, then you, you for you know listeners out there, you won't uh, enjoy this film that much, I think. But for me, I felt every one of them. It was the most beautiful, dreamlike sensation. It brought back uh, feelings about me when I was growing up, and about my family, about loss that I've experienced in my life, um, and the spiritual aspect of it. It was so beautiful for me. So, for me, I can't give it but the highest rating. I, if we're doing out of five, I give this five uh, masks out of five masks uh it's really up there with my favorite films that's the craziness of this film for all you listeners out there you have guys i mean at aaron we probably agree you know i loved my name is goose damn it (laughs) goose goose loves like uh these some epic films too so i was actually very surprised that he didn't like it but that's the fascinating thing about this film uh You know, you either you either like it or you really don't like it. I think it's fascinating, but um, yeah. As far as I, I give it a five out of five rating. I, I it just blew me away in every department, minus a few scenes. I, I liked it so much that even the the cheesy dinosaur, I, I even I, that didn't even bother me. So that's how much I liked it. It's beautiful. It brings out a quality, uh, you know, quality. If if there are Christian listeners out there, I think it. Brings you close to that sense of God, you know, or that that person out there, the universe, or that that positive feel. So I, I think from I that only, perspective, it's you think, mind blowing. This movie blew my fucking mind.
0: Do you think it would have been as effective without Brad Pitt?
2: Uh, I think I think you could have put a few good good actors in there, and I think it would have. Uh, I think he played a role that could have been played equally as well. I think you could have put Sean Penn there, um, yeah. but Brad Pitt gave up a really strong performance for sure.
1: Yeah, I think um, I don't know, man. Dinosaurs for me—they either have to be chasing Jeff Goldblum <laughs> or having witty catchphrases like "Not the Mama" for yeah. me to be accepting of them. Um, yeah. Which that's an American trademark—you don't get that dinosaurs. <laughs> um, <for you. laughs> but anyway, you know, that's very insightful, man. You've been awesome to talk to. Yeah, I think. Um, hey, thanks, guys. I, I nice forgot talking. to mention. I forgot to mention it. My little uh, summary, but yeah, anybody that likes this should watch The Fountain. Oh, then, um, yeah. the Darren Aronofsky film. It's like, it's there's a director. <laughs> he's great, man. He, he never makes the same movie twice. That's for sure. Um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint his uh, precise style. But. A
2: bit like Malik, actually. A bit like Malik, because he doesn't really make two similar films. If you no, think no, about no, it, not at all. No. Not at all. Badlands. <laughs> he went to Days of Heaven. Days of Heaven was a random flick. It's you know so weird compared to Badlands, and then he made. The New World. And then he came out and then he made the Vietnam War movie with a freaking tree of life in that film, if you guys remember. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. weird.
1: <laughs> I, I think, well, for Darren Aronofsky, yeah, you know, maybe like Malik too. I haven't seen all of Malik's pieces, but, you know, I, I think some of um, Aronofsky's visions kind of go over my head. I think some of them are okay. And I think some of them are just amazing. But The Fountain yeah. is basically a very similar story. Um, told in a very different manner using different um, tools to represent, but it's got a little bit more of a story to it, you know? But it's still very, very artsy. Like, if you've never seen Tree of Life and you see the fountain, you might be like, that was the I love
0: I love the fountain, but I hated the Tree of Life. If
1: you've never seen the Tree of Life and you see the fountain, you might think, wow, that was so tripped out. I don't know what to take from that. But then you see the Tree of Life and it's like, okay, I get the fountain a little better because it's a little, but it's very good. Um, so I recommend anybody watch that because I did enjoy the fountain. It's great. Um, not enough to watch it again. Like it's not one of those, but it's definitely it kept it held my interest. So maybe you everybody should check that out as well. Um, but I, yeah. I purchased. Yeah, that that's
0: how yeah. much I liked it. I loved it.
1: Yeah,
2: it is. I, I need to see it based on what you're saying there. Uh, I, I'm going to watch that film. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't seen it yet. The fountain. So, but someone else said, "Oh, I didn't like the Tree of Life, but I loved the Fountain." So I was like, "Wow, oh, okay. yeah." So.
1: All right, buddy. Well, um, this has been a really great chat. Yeah. I hope to do some more things like this in, in the right. future. Definitely, you're very uh, got a great insight. Uh, just yeah, to close thanks, it out, guys. I am the goose, and I am Riverman, and
2: John Milan. You've been wonderful. Hey, thanks, thanks, guys. Nice, uh, nice to discuss it, and uh, you guys have a good evening. Have fun. All right, man. Stay off those shrooms. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll stick to the pot, though. All
0: right. <laughs>